Hello there and welcome back to Bat Books for Beginners. I'm Nick and if you haven't joined me before, what I'll be doing today is looking through a particular Batman trade paperback and giving my opinion of it. Today I'm going to be looking at Batman, the many deaths of the Batman. And this was covered in Batman or the Batman comic book series issues 433 through to 435. It was written by John Byrne who has also worked on a variety of DC books over the years and the art was provided by Jim Aparo who's also worked on Batman, Detective Comics and Legends of the Dark Knight series. And the book was published in 1989. Now I'm not expecting this to be a very long BBFB so let's crack on with it and have a look at this book. Batman is found unconscious and in a pretty bad state in an alley nailed to a fence. A stray police car finds him and takes him to a hospital but the doctors are unable to save him and Batman dies. Gordon hears the news and rushes to the Gotham morgue. He takes off the mask on the body which reveals to be a blonde man who definitely is not Bruce Wayne. Batman then start to die all over the city, confusing Commissioner Gordon and certainly Bruce Wayne. The men are usually strong athletes or intellectuals at the top of their game. Gordon meets one potential target and learns the man was sent a bat suit as an invite to a party. Whilst wearing the suit, the man dies through a through poisonous contact to his skin. The next target is Bruce Wayne who receives a bat suit in the mail. That would have dissolved to acid if he had put it on, killing him instantly, but luckily he wasn't wearing the suit when it happened. Bruce then realises there's a connection between all the killings. The victims are all old trainers of Bruce when he was trying to become Batman years ago. And one of them figured out that Bruce was the Batman and killed off the other trainers to save his own skin. In all honesty, I got quite confused with the end, so I may be wrong there, but that was my best guess. So. Now on to my review. Now I thought the story was quite clever in its concepts involving the death of the many Batmen uh, across Gotham and for some reason them being assassinated but I didn't think it was too well executed in my opinion. The best part about this uh, story was the short first issue and it was nearly completely silent with all the story told through the artwork which was illustrated by Jim Aparo. Only two words are spoken in that issue and it's a great way to start it off. It's very intriguing and I think from that point on it loses a bit of steam and left me unsatisfied. But that first issue with just the one line being spoken which was get out um, I really enjoyed the simplicity and it really showed to me what can be conveyed with just art. No speaking needed and I thought it was a fantastic issue 
and one I was very impressed with made me look forward to the rest of the story with the other two issues. Um, as we went into the second issue, uh, again, you know, it's quite simple and uh, well, the mystery was well built up. I thought it was a solid mystery. And I wasn't really expecting that from this book. I wasn't aware of the book before I read it, and I was spec expecting something average. Uh, and it was impressing me. But then something bad happened. The book went extremely weak in the final issue. Everything was crammed into it, and it was tough to digest and understand what was going on. Far too much dialogue. No payoff. I was really confused as to what Bruce and Gordon were talking about when it seemed like they were solving the mystery. I was completely lost. Apart from the fact it apparently involved some of Bruce's old trainers. I, I almost gave up, but struggled through with it to the end. I really felt like the writer wasn't sure what to do with this third issue. Didn't have a clue how to tie it all up, which was such a shame. And one crazy bit at the end was Batman finally found the uh, culprit of all these murders and said to Gordon, this is the man, I'm afraid you won't be able to find any evidence about it, and he just wanders off. Okay, Batman, thanks a lot, um, we'll just take your word for it, shall we? Very odd, and really summarised what I felt about that last issue, no clue at all. I did enjoy the art, I thought the first issue, as I said, Gave put a lot of responsibility on the artist to make sure we, as the reader, knew what was going on, but he pulled it off excellently. And there were some iconic images and covers from all the dead Batmen. I thought that looked excellent. For instance, there's a shot with a morgue full of men in bat suits and, you know, a few Batmen that were dead. I thought it was very interesting, and it's such a shame that the writing let it all down. So, all in all, I'll be giving the book two out of five Batarangs. That's mostly for the first issue. Give this one a miss. So that was Batman, The Many Deaths of the Batman. Very quick. Might even possibly be the quickest BBFB I've done. Next time I'll be looking at Batman Blind Justice, which collects the detective issues 598 through to 600. And apparently Bruce Wayne discovers a series of murders linked to Wayne Tech in this tale that leaves him in a wheelchair. Sounds intriguing. So join me next time for Batman Blind Justice. Um, as I said, give Batman the many deaths of the Batman a miss. And hopefully next time we'll find something a bit more in entertaining. I've been Nick, and now I'll send you back to Dustin and the guys. See ya.